Crazy cats and kittens out there in Pod Person Land. Welcome back to Text Before Calling. I am your host, Sean Nasty. Joining me as always is my cuck host, Eric the Wheelman Wheeler. How did are you, you say sir? Cuck host? I did. That's funny. I was hoping the uh, the Skype would sneak that past you, but eh, whatever. What are you doing being funny, Sean? Sorry, sir. That's you... not your shtick. <laughs> my shtick is to interrupt your attempt at being funny. Attempt? Yeah. Sean? Yes, sir. Have you ever heard the term stay in your lane? <laughs> Do you know what this means? I, 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 I assume it's a uh, car driving metaphor, but to, uh, to uh, stick with the one who brung you? Stay in your lane, Sean. Yeah, sorry, sir. I'm trying, but you told me to take over, so I can't. Uh... Your lane is producing podcasts of decreasing listenership. Uh, yeah. That is, um, actually, I think we're growing a bit again, but uh, that's what? beside the point. With the literary one? Um, with everything. Uh, we're, My God. Yeah, it, your, uh, your goals are being defeated, sir. I think we've uh, gained another five or so listeners, so we're up that's to about 25 or 30 regular listeners tragic. on the TBC. Yeah. I mean, it could just What's be... What's wrong with you people? It, it could just be people uh, accessing from different places, but... Uh, I'm hoping these are just like Twitter porn bots that have somehow <laughs> gained sentience and have subscribed. Our, our three followers just keep setting up bots to keep making some sort of infinite uh, spawnability or recreation. We truly are like the Velvet Underground of shitty podcasts if the Velvet <laughs> Underground sucked a lot. <laughs> Wait, does the Velvet Underground suck? You're not a music guy, Sean. Stay nope. in your lane. I'm do, do, oh, my my lane is um, obstructed, sir. Man, jeez. Can we do a commentary <sighs> track of you listening to White Light, White Heat? Um, I guess. Uh, yeah, we, we're going to do that. We're going to do our first <laughs> album commentary track of you listening to this Velvet Underground album. So they'll have to like sync up the record with the podcast, and then we can talk about it, but we can't play it. No, we're going to play it, and I'm just going to record your reactions to it. Yeah, we won't we won't play the audio, obviously, because we don't have the the licensing <laughs> muscle. Indeed, <laughs> can't afford that shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that sounds interesting. I, I'm sure I've heard all of the songs before. I'm. I bet you haven't. Uh, maybe not all of them, but I'm sure I've heard. If they have hits, I've probably heard them. I did spend some time delivering pizzas and listening to classic rock but you've maybe heard 
a couple covers of some of their more popular songs. Maybe, possibly. Oh. I'm very interested. They're not as, I mean, they're not really like a classic rock kind of band. Uh, it's definitely a name I've heard before. I yeah, oh, yeah. It's it's probably, it's one of those, those bands you read about more than most people actually hear on the radio. Oh, gotcha. If like, that makes sense. Yeah, one of the bands that inspired a bunch of other bands that you do hear a lot, but... That's the joke. Gotcha. Kind of like Chaplin. Uh, what? Uh, Chaplin. You know, like... Uh, like Charlie Chaplin? That's the guy, yeah. Like the incredibly popular film performer? Well, he was at the time, but nowadays... Uh, here's the difference, of, though. At oh, the time... The Velvet Underground point, was never popular? He was the most popular entertainer in the world. Yeah, they were never the world's top band. Oh, really? Okay, gotcha. They were just uh, noted by other people that had notoriety. Well, this won't Did, be news. Is it, to like, our, to is it one of those deals where they like had one really great album and then just broke up or died no, or something? They had, they had four really great albums. Right on. But the the legend is that you know the first album came out and only a hundred people bought the record, but every person who bought the record started an influential band. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. Right on. Well, it's attributed to that first Viva Underground record. Gotcha. Which and is that a deal where they're like there were thousands available, or they were just selling a hundred out of their back of their no, car? No, no, no. They, I mean, they wanted to sell millions of records like the Beatles. Okay, but the people that were interested were people who had their ear to the ground and just you know they were sort of yeah. So the the hit people to begin with. So they did have like an actual record deal, and they thought they were going to be big. It's just the record didn't catch hold they were extremely influential amongst influential people i'm, if that I, I'm just talking about their commercial success though like uh, they, almost they, non-existent right on but it was it wasn't like they were trying to be um you know hipster and like underground and indie they just didn't get the following um, that's an interesting question i mean they they were but there was an idea that there was a market for that i guess yeah, it's, I mean, it's is like, it like a Sex Pistols thing where they like just you know kind of disdain their audience, or is it like well, they just again, never the got the respect they deserved? Is kind of a, a weird example because they were hugely popular. Sex Pistols were the Sex Pistols sold millions of records. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The Sex Pistols had a number one album. Gotcha. I the thought... Underground sold literally like eleven thousand copies. Crazy. Okay. That so is... even though people think about punk as being this antagonistic thing which it was to a certain degree it was also at least initially incredibly popular and it was like a mainstream thing it was a reaction to a mainstream thing but it displaced the mainstream at its peak yeah you see sean i always thought punk is like a a small offshoot i didn't think it like came near replacing the mainstream in 1977 it was the most popular thing in the United Kingdom. Oh, in the UK. That yeah. Who counts the UK? I mean, come on. No, I mean all the. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because it was invented in America and then imported to the UK. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I mean, this is this is this is boring. This is like me telling you about Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and shit. No, oh, I suppose. Like, yeah. Th- this is like you know music history one hundred and one. Sorry, sorry to the audience for my musical illiteracy. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the four people who care about this. Yeah, so so punk was invented in America in the seventies, or solidified in the seventies, and then imported to the UK where it was commercially popular, hmm. and then re-exported to the United States where it was never commercially popular until 
Lords Among Us, God's Green Day, took it to the top of the charts in what was known as pop punk. Wait, the you, you, you're a, talking about a, the band Green Day, right? Yeah. Lords Among a, Us was a, uh, a superlative, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, wow. Green Day is considered... Oh, Jesus, well, man. Well, That's there, like, was, there was the 90s punk revival in America, which had a much poppier tint to it with yeah. the Green Day and the Blink-182 and what have you. The whiny garage band bullshit. I was, yeah, well, I was alive that, during those days. That's basically pop music played in a punk format. But they called that alternative when I was growing up. Uh, well, yeah, no, I mean, alternative. <laughs> it, I mean, it really this is, was. This is really I mean, getting yeah, into the minutiae. was alternative, but they yeah, were. Yeah, alternative is like, you know, Black Hole Sun and <laughs> Alice in Chains and stuff. Really? And there, there was a moment when the, alternative. Those guys wouldn't be considered mainstream? I mean, they would. Ironically, again, alternative became mainstream. Mm. This is not an interesting discussion, Sean. I don't know why we're talking about this. I, I have no idea. What's, what's your take on meat and potatoes rock? Meat and potatoes rock? Meat and like potatoes. Elvis? Like, no, like, um, like Pearl Jam. Like sludgy, slow-moving, blues-based rock. Really, really earnest vocals, you know? Mm. I do like story songs. So anything that uh, has a plot to it is pretty decent. Like, like Gil Scott Heron? I don't know what that means. Hmm. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, Harry Chapin or Cat Stevens. Like like uh, Don Henley? Um, yeah, you know. Hey, Boys of Summer? Oh, I was thinking more, uh, uh, you know, your dirty laundry everywhere. But... What about um, the American Pie guy? Uh, that, that's uh, grating. I can't take that song. Why? It's a story. Yeah, no, but it, I mean, you See, know, it's just hey, depressing. I want to I want to make a point here. Yeah. American Pie is the song equivalent of episodic television. It's just a lot of plot points. <laughs> Stuff just keeps happening. Right, but I mean if you put that to a good tune, it might be more amusing, but the the melody itself is just kind of like depressing and off-putting. Yes, much like much like most of television. television. Yeah, I get you. Jesus, man. You really think movies are that much better than television these days? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I how, where, which, which ones? Any movie, Any? worst movie, worst movie of the year. If they made a Paul Blart movie, it'd be better than whatever crap people say they like on TV. Why? Just just by default, just by the mere fact that it's on a smaller box. No, TV's bad. <laughs> just in general, or right now. Well, the whole the whole idea of TV is sort of withholding. Is this a religious pleasure. thing to you? Is this like no, a, a no, crusade no, of the wheelman? Obviously, I'm I'm uh, blowing it out of proportion for comedic effect. Mm. But the whole idea of TV is just to sort of string you along for as long as possible. Oh yeah, it's to keep selling ad space, certainly. Yeah, we're getting back to the Dickensian thing. They're just filling up column inches, and that's fine. Mm. I understand. Like, if you want to make the argument that it's a better way to fill your free time. And that you get better bang for your buck, I can accept that. But to say it's a superior art form is ludicrous to me. I think it's been elevated because it's a thing that comes out every week and people can talk about it. Whereas a movie is a one-time thing, and after it comes out on that weekend, people don't talk about it that much. Well, yeah, and it's also a more universally shared experience. I mean, you know, other than like the really big tent poles, how many? How many people actually go and see all, a movie in in the theater in the one month that they have available? What I'm trying to say is people watching television is like people swimming in pig shit. 
That's all. Just remember to text before calling. I did like Futurama, though. That was a good show. <laughs> Is is the pig shit thing like a reference to wallowing away the time? No, it's not even a metaphor. Mm. That's just what, what I think. When people talk to me about stranger things, I just imagine them like choking as they drown in like a, a literal river of pig shit. Huh. You should check out Stranger Things. It's pretty good. Why don't I just watch like a Joe Dante movie? Dante's Peak? like talking to a child. <laughs>